I got it! When I first heard about Dave being trapped in a maze. One, two, three, four! I built a labyrinth. Can you believe this? Dave is trapped in a cardboard maze in his living room and he can't get out. Welcome to Dave Made a Minute, the podcast where a whole bunch of us are exploring the film Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. The twist. Many of the participants have never seen the film. Some don't even know what film they're sampling. They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. Minute 14, Harry, James Urbaniak, interviews Leonard, Scott Krinsky. And he wants to interview Annie, but Annie heads into a montage as she prepares to enter the maze. I think I know just what we need. Tackle Minute 14, we have Liz Whitaker of Mean Girls Minute along with Allison Grimm. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. Give me a sense of that. It doesn't make any sense. Is it a problem? Is it a problem? It's like a fucking cocktail party in here. If I get a few words from you before you go. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Ahoy. Joe's not here. Joe's silent. 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 He's just fuming in the background. (laughs) We couldn't couldn't, uh, con Joe into doing this one. No. He figured it out. He's onto the game. Um, what minute are we discussing? This is, uh, minute 14. Okay. Um, In this minute, we see Annie go into the bedroom and start getting things out of the closet because she says she's going into the maze. Well, that was a great segue to the end of the minute. Thank you. I like to do things out of order. (laughs) The minute opens with Dave sitting inside of a cardboard box wearing one winter mitten. Oh, yeah. We're... Did he take this mitten in with him? Did he find it? How did it get in there? I think the implication is there's like supernatural stuff going on in the maze. Do you think that's a magical mitten? So yeah, uh, Billy Zane is interviewing. Who's he interviewing? Leonard? Larry? Leonard. 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 Larry is Leonard's uh, uncle who gave him that. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. I forgot. Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so then we cut to Leonard's excellent interview, uh, in which he misunderstands what a Kickstarter is and how it works. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Like, I'm really curious to see, like, I want to unpack this. <laughs> I want to really dig into why he thinks that and what he thinks Kickstarter is and, like, how his brain came to that conclusion. I, yeah, so, uh, what? Does he think Kickstarter is like a new drug? Maybe. Like, oh, maybe. He thinks it's like the new term, like the new slang for cocaine. Get that Kickstarter money. Yeah. And he specifically sucks 
big veiny dicks, I believe it was. Yes, no, that really stuck with me too because he's very specific. Like he's done this. He, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that comes from the examination of someone other than your own. Yeah. um, Someone else's dick. Yeah. Absolutely. Like this is a man who is speaking his truth. (laughs) He's, he, he just wants to know. Should he be going back to that life? Is Kickstarter worth it? <laughs> I would watch that documentary. I, you know, I think that might be one of those documentaries that I watch when I'm feeling sad and lonely and I want to watch other sad, lonely people oh. because I want to wallow mm-hmm. in my misery. I see. That seems like one of those that I, it might. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Depths of his Kickstarter addiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow now we need to make that somebody get <laughs> somebody get billy zane documentarian on the phone oh i was gonna say call herzog <laughs> no no i want the same you want crew. this guy <laughs> i want this crew this specific crew okay <laughs> and the two flemish tourists yeah well obviously <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the documentary 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 <laughs> about Kickstarter as a drug without Flemish tourists. Right. Absolutely. It's nothing. That's what it is. Exactly. Um, so what else happens before she comes in? <laughs> so I think that's like it. That's basically it before okay. she comes in. So then she, uh, I, I might not say Annie, the jelly on the bread lady, <laughs> walks in uh, and she's just like, Hi. Why are you in my bedroom? What yeah. are you doing here? And then she proceeds to ignore them for the rest of the minute and goes about her business. Yeah. And the Billy Zane's like, why didn't you interview Annie first? Why is Leonard in here? Because I'm a terrible documentarian. This must be his first one. Which is like, but he had this crew and all this equipment ready to go. That's true. There's a lot here that I don't understand. Yeah, I, I I really want to know about this sort of ragtag team of documentary filmmakers. Yeah. I mean, he does have the jacket for it. He's got his uh cargo jacket. Yeah. on ready to uh ready to run into the wild and film a, film a documentary. Yeah, this this is a man who was ready at a moment's notice to drop everything that he's doing and film a documentary. Yeah, I just I wish I knew what was in his pockets. Yeah, uh, like what, batteries, maybe what for the cameras. Pocketses, <laughs> hobbitses. <laughs> that was my terrible, terrible Smeagol voice. It was Gollum voice. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was actually talking to Gollum. I don't even know if I could do it again. <laughs> Just I was like, maybe I should lifetime. do the rest of the episode as Gollum. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> why is the man only wearing one mitten nope that's just a crazy witch (laughs) (laughs) how do you make anything out of this i don't know this is gonna be terrible so when annie goes into the closet she's next to a sweatshirt and it looks like the sweatshirt says barf on the back (laughs) 
That's my contribution. I, I'm trying to replay the minutes so I can see that, and it won't go. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm getting real sad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, basically, I think maybe the reason that Harry didn't interview Annie first is because she is having none of his garbage. Yeah, she does not want this going on in her house. She, she Yeah, she's seems very done. And yeah. sort of she is just – she's almost in like a fugue state now where the only thing she can focus on is going into that maze, getting her dumb Dave out, and getting all of these people and all of this cardboard out of her home. Yeah. What do you think her relationship is with Harry? Like, is he one of her boyfriend's friends? I Does she know him? Like, are, is she friendly with him, too? It's he. It seems like maybe she has a pretty high level of disdain for most of Dave's friends. Yeah. But also, I feel like maybe she's been part of the friend group for a really long time. Oh, it does look like it says Barf, huh? Yeah. Um, and she's just like, I don't care about any of you. I've known you all for years, and you're all dumb, and I don't have time for any of you right now. You're all useless. None of you could keep Dave from building this thing in our home, and none of you are going to help me get him out. I'm just – I I need to do this thing, and you all I need think, to leave. <laughs> I think that's it. That's – yeah. I think you nailed it. And then, like, so when she goes to the closet and the giant cameraman just flops back on her bed – to record her going through the closet. She, but she must have the control of a saint to not just like, or she's just so upset about this box maze because I would stab a giant if he just flopped onto my bed. And right? Like, this like is that. <sighs> you don't, you don't I, know where he's been. Uh, yeah. Like, no, this is just, I'm here recording a documentary. So I just get to treat your home like it is. Uh, you know, public space. I'm gonna mm-hmm. flop on your bed in my gross coverall. And yeah, what the fine. heck is he wearing? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Did they like? They looked up like what does a documentary crew wear, and then they went to Halloween Express oh, and, and purchased can, outfits. Can, I don't know if you can buy like documentarian at <laughs> Spirit, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. But I think we should try. Sexy I documentarian. <laughs> Only at Spirit, it would be called, like, sultry. Yes, because they don't can't put the word sexy on there. Yeah. Seductive. But, okay, so that totally derailed me. <laughs> because, so in the Mean Girls musical, in the, the Broadway musical, there is uh-huh. a song called Sexy. Okay. It, it's Karen singing about Halloween. And it is one of my favorite things ever. I don't love the rest of the musical, but mm-hmm. in this music, in this song, she's just singing about, like, on Halloween, you can be anything you want to be, but it's, like, everything's sexy. Uh-huh. Uh, at one point, she goes, I give you sexy corn. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sexy Eleanor Roosevelt, sexy Rosa Parks. Um... I could be a sexy doctor and cure some sexy cancer. <laughs> and then somebody's like, no. And she's like, I could cure sex cancer? And Gretchen's <laughs> like, sex cancer, it doesn't exist. And she goes, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's really the funniest thing <laughs> I have 
experience. It's like it's I just when I want to laugh, I listen to that now. I need to listen to that. You clearly. really should. It sounds amazing. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to go back to cardboard Titanic? <laughs> I think so, yes. Um, so the Leonard is definitely the Lewis of this movie. Um, okay, that is in my notes. Really? Um yeah. My it's not from my notes from this minute, but I actually have a note that says, What is going to happen to Leonard? Who I keep wanting to call Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Lewis, and then Billy Zane, ironically, is Bill Paxton. Okay, yeah. I get it. That checks out. So I, I guess Annie and Dave are Jack and Rose. Interesting. Do, yeah. So do we think that means Dave dies at the end? <sighs> maybe. That's... Maybe Dave does die. That would be I good. feel like... It would be sad if he did, because I feel like it's her coming to save him. Yeah. Does that mean Annie dies at the end? I think somebody dies. Maybe not one of those two, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to die. Yeah, I, I think there's a strong chance that not everybody makes it out of this movie alive. Yeah. Um. So then when Harry is talking to Annie while she's digging through the closet, he says something about... uh her coming home and there being a cardboard maze in the living room and that must be wackadoodle crazy and she Wack- doesn't respond to that and then he says well no don't say wackadoodle wackadoodle's dumb and i will fight you over that harry because wackadoodle is not dumb that's I right that, i say wackadoodle frequently harry she'll fight you i will do you want to take her up on this i don't think you do i think she'll take you do you hear my dogs in the background? Mm-hmm. I have a posse, Harry. Wackadoodle is a good word. They will F you up. Come on the podcast, Harry. Especially if you are a bird in my front yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah, my so my last note for this movie is Harry is not really very good at documentaries. No, which maybe lends credence to the fact that it's he's never so i think he's like recorded a lot of documentaries but he's never actually finished one but so this the very end scene this like cut together montage of annie doing things like filling up a water bottle uh filling a syringe of something i'm not sure what's in the syringe yeah i don't know insulin maybe he's diabetic oh okay i yeah she looks like she's preparing to go into a post-apocalyptic wasteland yeah um but that is actually you know not uncompelling visual imagery right but it's also not what you'd expect to see in a documentary i don't think that's supposed to be from the documentary Oh, I assume, because he's saying, you know what, that's okay, you don't have to say anything. We'll just uh, cut some music over all this. It'll be a montage. It'll be great. So I thought we were cutting to an example of what his montage he made. Maybe that's what he would want to make, but it actually looks, like, way crappier. Oh, okay. Because I want to see, I want to know, I'm going to try and pause at the syringe and see if I can figure out what it. What else she's doing. Okay. So, she's what are so she's closing the water bottle. Okay. This syringe is like it's got it's not got a it's not like a needle syringe. It's a 
like a syringe that you would put liquid medication in. Is it like a jello shot syringe? Yeah, yeah, like one of those. So maybe it's a jello shot. Okay. And then this middle one, there's like a baggie of something that kind of looks like it has a condom with cinnamon inside of it. It's his Kickstarter. He needs his fix. Hang on. I'm going to send you a, the, I'm going to screenshot this and send it to you so you can help okay. me identify okay. what, what's happening here. It's at literally at second 59. Okay. Did you get the screenshot? Yeah. And then I need to try it. Can I, oh, here we go. What is that? Yeah. I don't know. That middle one. Is yeah. It, is it, a, is it drugs? Is it, what the hell is that? Yeah. It looks like a baggie with something inside it. In another... Like, in another baggie. Yeah. It looks like it's, like, tied at the bottom. Right. Man. This is gonna stay with me. Do you think we'll find out in minute 15? No. I don't know. Maybe we will. Hmm. I'm not gonna be around for it. I probably won't be here for minute 15 either, but... No. I hope... I hope someone finds out what it is. I hope so. Listeners, you have a cliffhanger. Oof. It's a big one. Have fun sleeping tonight. Exactly. What is in these containers? I mean, we know the last one's water, but other than that. What are the other two? I, and I suppose it's possible that that wasn't water coming out of the tap. Do they have like a vodka tap? Maybe they have a vodka tap. <sighs> I don't know. Jessica Walter. <laughs> All right. Are we about ready to wrap this minute up? I'm, I'm not sure we can milk anything more out of this minute. I so, yeah. don't think so. It's been hard. <laughs> yeah, All right. Listeners, come back tomorrow for another episode of whatever this podcast is. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And then I can probably disarm all the traps. And then we can, we can finish this maze. Who is with me? That was Liz Whitaker of Mean Girls Minute, along with Allison Grimm, taking our minute 14 of Dave Made a Maze. They will be back in minute 55. Next time on Dave Made a Minute, we've got Sean German and Dave Palace of Groundhog Minute, along with James Costa of Whole Wheat Costa, taking our minute 15. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>